Hello and welcome to the Cardiac and Kids Cleveland Sports Podcast. This is going to be, uh, at times, a somber episode. We are going to uh, start off and want to pay our respects to Fred McLeod, the Cavs, longtime Cavs announcer, guy who was with the team through thick and thin, went with the ups, was around with the downs, and no matter what, his love for the team never wavered. Um, he's truly going to be missed. It's a big hit. Um, we just kind of wanted to, uh, you know, start out of the gate and just kind of, like I said, yeah. pay our respects and talk about him a little bit. And, you know, it's not going to be some, the same without him for sure. It's not, you know, I don't know who AC is going to bruise up anymore, tossing them elbows. Yeah. You know, lot, I, every lots, time, lots of good times hearing them, especially in the bad times when there was nothing else to talk about and they're just over there goofing. Yeah, right. It, I always associate the championship with him and just his Absolutely. calls and stuff. You know, it's it's very unfortunate to hear. Mm-hmm. Is uh no bueno. He's definitely going to be truly missed. It's like you said. It's it's going to be totally different. Not hearing him calling the games and um. Yeah. But yeah, pr- you know, prayers and stuff to his family and yeah. R.I.P. This has kind of been an all Browns kind of deal since the uh, Cavs aren't doing anything anytime soon. Um, the Indians, actually, we weren't really going to talk about it, but just to, I just want to bring it up briefly. Yeah. On, an, on a nice little last-ditch effort stretch here, uh, winning a couple games. I think they're only what, one game out of the uh, wild card and then four games back in the division. We've they, got three uh, games versus the Twins to – Try to close that gap. We are half a game back from Oakland, mm-hmm. and we are four games out of the Central. Which so it's a yeah, last-minute like, push right, here. Three games against the Twins right now. Uh, that's coming up. Yeah, that's starting tomorrow. So if somehow we sweep that, I mean, that's a big swing. Yeah, we I just had a big sweep. I, don't, I, I think we might you know be able to win the series. I don't know about sweeping it. I mean, you'd hope so. We've won our last four and five out of our last six. Yeah. Uh two against the twins and we swept the angels so yeah. like you said kind of a last ditch effort mm-hmm. you know so before you know we moved on i just wanted to give a go try about there and hope they keep it up and yeah yeah squeeze it, into the playoffs give us something else to root for you know what i mean well we were talking about how they just brought up karen check so hopefully uh, he adds some liveliness to the bullpen yeah it's a it's a nice little upper to help us from the downer that we just uh, received last week with the Browns and that yeah. flop of a game. Do you think they went in and just thought, we're going to roll over, like we're the Browns now? Um, you know, I they, they say that they don't have that mindset, but I can totally see them just that being some part to it because they they did go out there they drove right up the field it, it, the first quarter of the game well the first half of the first quarter I'll say it felt like this was really it because they marched right up the field no big deal um scored and it looked like a new team it looked like what we were told we were getting and then it kind of 
slowed down and sputtered out, but it wasn't really that bad, obviously, until the fourth quarter. And yeah, and that was all, kicking the nails all right there. Yeah, all people's going to look at is the final score, rightfully so. Right. We imploded. But, I mean, really, until the third quarter, it was not a bad game. Yeah. At all. It, wasn't, it wasn't this. Like, if, <clears throat> if that f- fourth quarter went any differently, we'd and still lost, I mean, we could still be having a much different conversation, but... Yeah, I think a combination of these things I'm about to say is definitely big reasons. Number one to me was play calling. It had too much Todd Munkin <laughs> influence. Uh, they ran out of the 11 personnel, which is one running back, one tight end, and then you got uh, three receivers. Mm-hmm. They ran that on 94% of their plays, which is way too high for a team that Freddie used the 12 personnel, which is one running back, two tight ends. He ran that a lot and very efficiently last year. So my thinking is they really don't like uh, Demetrius Harris as much as they would have liked to. So they're going to try and spread it out more and open up the ball, which Chubb averaged five five or six yards a carry. You know, you got to keep feeding him the ball, get him in rhythm. He's got to have at least 20 touches for this team. And and I said it last week, my biggest fear is that what we saw in that preseason game is going to be something that leaks into the season and that they're not going to run the ball as much as they should and won't have that balance attack. And exactly what you said, Todd Munkin, I mean, that's his mentality. And I I thought having Freddie would kind of... Even it out. Yeah, I thought Freddie would kind of temper that, that thought. I mean, you'd have that in there and you'd have those plays available to take some shots, but man, it seemed like they were, I guess, you know, not going deep every play, but they took a lot more shots than you're supposed to take. You have to, you have to have some of the shorter stuff and you have to, you have to set up those shots. Yeah. And and set them up with effectively running the ball and having success on, you know, the short under routes and the, you know, medium middle routes before you can send those goes and stuff like that. How uncomfortable (laughs) did Baker look? especially after that safety in the end zone, because to me, he looked very uncomfortable back there. And I, I don't know, it could be, it could have been the pressure go, getting to him. I mean, although we all love Baker, he's still a young kid, still could get rattled by those things. Uh, do you think it was something like that? Because he just, he did not look as sharp as I was hoping after that first drive. Now, yeah. the, uh, my, I guess to take back real quick, in the third quarter, he was 10 for 10. So I, it's not like he had a terrible game up until that yeah, fourth I was quarter. Say, up until, like, when they scored that last touchdown, um, I believe he was, what, 20, 27, something like that. So he wasn't even, his his numbers weren't that bad. He had, you know, like 250 yards around there and a touchdown. And you look at those stats, and that's, that's not bad at all. You're like, okay, this is, and then, you know, then you throw in those fourth quarter stats with the three picks, and that's where yeah. it looks really bad. He just tried but to force it. it. I think he it, was getting upset was, and was and just that, trying to, yeah. That's Baker's weakness right now is he tries to put on the cape, but he just he just isn't there yet. Yeah, He's, he can't. It seemed put, like he can't put on the cape, and um, he needs to learn how to temper that and let the let the game come to him and not try to. Whenever he does start getting down, try to get it all back at once. I I think for as much as he was trying too hard, Mm -hmm. I think the team gave up and kind of quit themselves. That's what it seemed like to me. Not a full-blown 
you know, total give up. But right. you could definitely tell the energy and fight was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing, I don't see. I he, yeah, he definitely looked uh, a little more uncomfortable. But I I have a reasoning for it, and we were talking about this earlier today. And you, you said you have a theory as well, but I wanted to um, talk again about my theory on like the sophomore slump thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I was saying is. The first, you know, a rookie year, you don't the, the coaches don't want to put too much on the rookie, so they do stuff that he's comfortable with. So it's kind of a limited deal. Even they, you know, everyone was saying, and uh, uh, I think even Freddie said it that he took away half the field, or he 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 just made sure Baker's eyes were where they need to be. But I think as you have the whole off season knowing he's the guy and he has that whole off season to learn in the pro after having some experience, you know what I mean? That's the, they want to start working on opening that up. They want to start working on him having the whole field to look at and reading the whole field left to right, right to left um, and doing all that. So it's a lot, you know, you're asking a lot more of him and, not that he can't handle it, but it's not going to be easy for anybody to do when you start trying to make that transition. And I think eventually it'll start coming to him, but I, I think that's something he's struggling with now is now that they've kind of opened that up. He's not just putting his eyes where they need to be. And maybe if they do struggle, they kind of go back to something like that. But I think that's going to be a kink that he's going to have to work out and start getting comfortable with is having more to to do in the pocket maybe that's what it is and that's i think that's why he was holding on to the ball a little bit too long is because he was trying to make more reads and and just have that mental part of the game more down pat and i think he's a he's a very smart guy he's a very smart Mm -hmm. quarterback and i said he was one of the better guys in that in the head as far as um you know getting the playbook down and knowing where everybody's supposed to be. So I think he'll be fine with that, but it's just, I think that's, that's going to take time. But when he does to get that down, I mean, that's what, that's something you need to be able, that's a jump you need to be able to make to be in that elite, you know, talk with like the Tom Brady's and Phillip uh, rivers and breeze and all of them. That's what they do. So it's, it could be a learning curve to get to that point. But I think, <clears throat> that's uh, one reason we kind of saw him maybe struggle a little bit. So here's my theory on, I guess, your counter argument. I don't believe in sophomore slumps at all. I think that there's no such thing as like the NFL catching up to him or whatever the mm-hmm. saying is. I think the, it was a combination of things. Number one, it is true to me that, or, you know, I believe that he's definitely a little scared behind that offensive line. I don't think he trusts it yet. Uh, number two's well, like we already touched about, is play calling. Mm. And number three is penalties. Now, they started first and 15, first and 20, second and 25. In those situations, you're going to have to go with a more three-wide set to try and pick up chunk yards. And I think Baker... Knew that and was trying to make too many plays. That he looked uncomfortable being in those situations, which there's not a lot of quarterbacks that are super comfortable in you know second and twenty five things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think a combination of all those three just really 
messed with his play overall. And, I mean, let's give the Titans credit. They had a great game plan and knew exactly, you know, what he was looking for, and they shut it down. Uh, I think, you know, there was definitely some good things. Obviously, the first three quarters, like we said, stat-wise, was really good. That opening drive was very nice. He was 10 for 10 in the third quarter. His connection to Odell seemed all right. I, I don't think anybody can disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, what I think Odell ended up with like seven for 77, I believe, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And he had that one. Did you see he had the one uh, screenplay called back? But did you see the uh, quote unquote blindside block on Greg Robinson in the first quarter? Yeah, that drove the, me nuts. The same one that they did on the Derrick Henry touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Literally the same exact uh, play, same block. I mean, it was it was a screenplay over there. The you know that was got ridiculous. There right at the last second to make the block, he ran around it. But this, you know, his play, the, and the I, player got to go all the way. You don't want to blame the refs or anything. <laughs> I get that, and I the, I the outcome would not have changed. Uh-huh. But they were yeah, they were pretty tacky on some of those things. Absolutely. I, I mean, yeah, and that was pretty bad. Um, as far as what you were saying for the the play calling, I 100% agree. It's not what we expected. I thought it was going to be a more methodical march up the field when it seemed like they were going for big plays. Now, granted, like you said, I mean, being behind, you're going to have to start making deeper throws, and you're going to have to start getting, instead of going for three or four yards at a time, you're going for 10 yards at a time just to make back what you what you lost from penalty. So that's, that's a tough balance for sure. But something... Something I saw after the game, and it it made me laugh. But at the same time, it's kind of I, I don't know how like true. I don't know. But the video have you you seen the videos of the guy who watches Tom Brady, right? And he makes fun of Tom Brady when he's throwing all these dinks and dunks, and he's like, "Wow." I've never seen an NFL quarterback make that throw, and it's just a screen pass to a yeah, wide right. Receiver. Okay, yeah. It was pretty much every every pass Tom Brady made in his game was like five yards, but it was a catch and run. Yeah, and get your ball in the playmaker's hands. There exactly, and he was like making fun of like, like you know like oh Tom Brady's not that great he can do this, and sure maybe that's not him, but that's a, you know, but it's successful. I mean, it's built. It's more of a Bill Belichick thing. He's the one calling those plays, and you know the receivers are getting open. And you know Tom Brady's making those. I mean, they're easy reads probably if you're throwing five yards. But you know what? It works. That's what Tom, that's what Peyton Manning did. That's why he was so great. You know, he added his, his little big throws from time to time. But those were a result of always getting you know moving up the field on those underneath plays and then those those short middle throws and then. The defenders have to come down and start watching out for that, and that's when you can get them over the top. So I think I was hoping to see more of that, and hopefully we kind of learn a li- learn our lesson a little bit. Yeah, and it'll definitely help if we're not playing behind the chains with the uh, the penalties uh, in this upcoming week. And if we can do that, it'll be- it'll definitely bode well for us. But um, I that's that's the type of game I'd like to see more is. As long as we're holding on to the ball, moving up to the field, and that helps you keep time of possession, 
it's it's easy throws and Baker's good at those. He's good at making those quick reads. Like when he, you know, that that might even be a thing that plays into him just, you know, keeping his eyes in one spot. He does he knows you're not going to have time to read the whole field on those short plays. You're going to look to one side and you're going to have two routes and you're going to make the read off those two routes and you can make a quick 5-yard pass off that. And if you can do that all the way up the field, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I I I think the offense will look much better next week. What did uh what do you think of the defense? You know, Denzel Ward looked terrible. I'm just gonna throw that out there. He, he looked did. very bad. In contrast, though, that uh was it Marquise Brown or Marquise Brown is the one on uh Baltimore. the Ravens. Yeah, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. He looked like a monster. Yeah, he looked like their best receiver, didn't he? Yeah. So. As far as, he, as that goes, I mean, he, it looks like he had just he just had a real good matchup, but yeah, he he didn't look comfortable. It looked like they were doing a little more zone than we expected, and he didn't really. I don't know. Yeah, like he got burnt on that that big run where he couldn't even tackle him. Yeah, like I don't think toasted. I think at the end of it, I don't think he was really even trying to tackle. I think he 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 went straight for the ball. He's like, I gave this up. I'm gonna try to make a play, and then he had his other his the safeties there yeah. to help bring him down in case he couldn't. So. I think he was just trying to make something happen at the end of that to make up for it, but I don't, I don't think it was just oh he wasn't trying or he couldn't tackle him. He, I think he was just like I said trying to rip the ball out and make a play. But yeah, he wasn't a great game, but I mean we I don't think that's gonna you know be a determining thing for the whole season. At least not after one game, we can definitely see him bounce back and yeah. Like too. I got that miles look good. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just seemed like just chunk plays. I mean, they just—it seemed like they had too much time three, to throw. If you take you take three or four plays away, which I mean, you know, that's you know can usually be what makes or break a game. But mm-hmm. you take three or four plays away, I mean, the rest they held up. But you know, it's it's those plays that you can't give up either. Yeah, like I thought, Miles looked good. I thought Schobert looked good. Uh, I thought Greedy had his had his moments. He was all right. Kirksey did okay. I thought Ogunjobi was good, but you know I mean, the big acquisitions we got: Richardson yep. and Vernon. Yeah, non-existent at all. We held them what thirteen point? Was it thirteen to fifteen Browns or them? Uh, entering the fourth quarter, had, I think they had fifteen, right? Because they 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 had the uh, safety. They had safety and a pick six. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, a lot 33. of it. A lot of it was their defense. I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you I take... wouldn't even say given our our defense given up like I mean, obviously they give up those plays, but our offense didn't real in the fourth quarter. They didn't where do all many favors. Came. Yeah, well, a bunch of three and outs and quick turn, you know, possessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it hurts. That kills the defense. So I mean, I'm not gonna put this one all on the defense because no, because of that they're holding up till that fourth quarter when you know Baker threw three picks in a row and they got the ball within like the thirty on every you know every every possession yeah. there so i think freddie was the most to blame followed by the offense absolutely than the defense yeah and and it wasn't good you know having to switch out the linemen i think that only made baker more antsy. yeah losing two linemen's gonna hurt you for and sure you, and, I greg mean, robinson's what do you, dumbass what do you do if you lose another one because they only had they, that's the only five linemen they had i mean you I mean, obviously, you'd probably have to pull, like, a defensive lineman, but he don't know eh, shit nah, about... No, probably, uh, you'd probably put, like... A tight d- end. Yeah, a tight end yeah, in there. that makes Harris sense. Harris or Njoku or something. I, I Pharaoh Brown. That. 
Yeah. Still though, gosh, it'd be yeah. Greg Robinson's a dumbass. <clears throat> I'm glad he got kicked out. And he, yeah, do you see? Do he they asked him. He's like, oh, it looks worse than it is. Dude, you do- tried to donkey kick him when you're falling on your ass. Like, come on. Yeah, that was. Yeah, not cool. And even even Miles Garrett lo- losing is cool. I don't know what yeah. was up with that. They, they must have been talking some mad shit or something. But you can't let him get under your skin. That's that's stupid yards on top of what's already a bad game penalty wise. Um, you, you know, even Deborah Lawrence. Did you did you see what he said after the game about yeah, that? Yeah, he, he said that the ref told him get the, the fuck out of the way. Yeah, something like that. He cursed at him first. Yeah, and then Lawrence but, is like, "Fuck you." I mean, I, I they like, should investigate geez. that, or at the very least, like if if that happens to be the case, I don't know if the refs would would admit to it, but right, if somehow they could prove that, maybe they at least just make it like, okay, we'll just call it even. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you do that, but. Uh, yeah, so not pretty, but and, and we both kind of said afterwards we were afraid. Well, we didn't really admit it before because we both had picked them to win, obviously, and we were super hyped just like everybody else. But I think it's we one both game. had gut feelings. But I think what that stems from is just the history of being a, a Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah. Like, the more I think about it, like, it's it's so hard to let yourself, like, have – a hundred percent faith that they're gonna go in and you know beat somebody confidently. Yeah, I was telling my wife and on the way to the watch the game. I was like, I got a weird feeling. I don't yep. know why. Yep. So that Maybe, was, that hopefully, was that. hopefully it's this over. is like the the kick in the ass they needed, though. You know. Yeah. Hopefully they know like, all right, we're not. Baker Baker's not Baker's not one to sit and pout and let that negativity build up. No. Nah. You know he threw. Three three picks versus with the Ra- the Ravens last year, or something like that. Uh, Texans. Texans, yeah. and then came back in the uh, second half, played really well. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll be you know, fine. It, you know, even in in that one game, can t- turn that around. So I, I'm sure after this week, especially, well, well, we're, we'll get into it now. Is going to be. Oh, side note, real quick. Thank you, Austin Siebert, for missing that extra point. That was awesome, but. Yeah, I, was, I just I didn't want to talk about that. Yeah, I guess uh, according to like Pro Football Focus, he had like one of the best uh, kickoff stats. Which I, I how he do you? Kicked, he kicked it off out of bounds. I'm just telling you what they how, said. How do you get? And then Scott Hammer looked pretty good. Gotta give him that. Besides that first punt, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was, he got lucky. Because it wasn't a great pump, but he got the bounce he needed to not make yeah. it look so bad. Seaver C- misses an extra point, but, and I mean, then you're backed up, man. Like that's a Scottish hammer. His just first NFL point. Yeah, he's know, on the edge of the end zone. Yeah, so we'll give him that one. I'll get, get the gotta both give, of them. The gotta both give special them teams have their tomorrow. first kicks. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that's the, mo- the only mulligan they'll need, and uh, move on from there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I was saying, uh, it's time to kind of preview. You know, look to the future. Can't hold on to the past. And uh, the Browns playing the Jets Monday night football. And uh, some interesting news coming out. Sam Darnold out with mono. Several weeks, they um, said. Yeah, that, yeah, that's crazy. And I saw somebody on, uh, I, was, I was scrolling through Twitter, t- you know, people talking about it. And some guy said, you know, he had mono. And <clears throat> uh, Adam Gase, I think, said something about, you know, Sam Darnold just losing a bunch of weight is, you know, something he was worried about. And the guy was like, yeah, I lost, 
15 pounds and I didn't feel right for six months. Jeez. It could be something more longer term than shorter term. So Hmm. it's definitely a situation to keep an eye on. Uh, Also, this is a a love-hate news report for me, but uh, with Le'Veon Bell getting an MRI on his shoulder, I don't know what the results of that were, if there's any news. They said he's good to go. Good to go? Yep. Well, that's... He confirmed it himself. unfortunate for the Browns, but that's good for me because I have him on my fantasy team. Oh, my gosh. And unfortunately, I'm going to need him this week. Hmm. (laughs) So... Uh, yeah, so CJ Mosley and Quinn and Williams, I think, are still not practicing either. So that's big. That, there. Would, that would help. Yeah. Uh, a lot less pressure coming at us for sure. But, you know, even, even without Sam Darnold, you can't don't you know, don't let that flip the switch too much in your head because Trevor Simeon is just is, is a fine quarterback. He he's he an can, NFL quarterback. He can, yeah, he can hold it down. He can win some games. I mean, he played well uh, with the Broncos when he was there. A lot of times, he kind of I think he kind of had a good like start to the season and then kind of tailed off. But right, I mean, he definitely proved he can he can play in the NFL. And if if we go in there, if if we did have that, we got this. You know, we're, we're gonna walk over these guys' mindset and. After even after that last game, they hear you know oh Sam Darnold's not playing blah blah blah, and that that kind of idea starts coming back in their heads. Let's just not let it happen because right. I mean they should have uh, they could they should kind of have a little revenge mindset with the whole Greg Williams stuff coming out. I bet they like to go <laughs> in and beat up on Greg. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Let's get into that real quick. Um, that was very interesting. Um, OBJ having his uh, press conference today said that because well, we all remember last year we had Odell in the that was a couple pre-season. years ago. I oh, think. was it? Yeah, it's it's been longer than you think. I don't think Baker was here yet. I'm pretty sure maybe Kaiser, not. Maybe it was too. Pretty sure well, it was he Kaiser. Was, he was uh, hurt last year too, but uh, whenever it was, yeah, one year, two years ago. In the preseason, you know, he we heard Odell, I think it was in the third or fourth preseason game, um, mm-hmm. on a low hit. And, you know, he asked, I guess he asked teammates about it when he got here if, you know, that was something that was intentional. And they confirmed to him that Greg Williams was pretty much telling him to go around and try to hurt these guys. And he was very public about that. And it's a very interesting story. Obviously, Greg Williams, you know, being part of the whole Bounty Gate thing. You know, is he still doing that just without actually offering money to do it? And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's what I think. That's messed up, man, it, yeah. it, it, at the very least. I mean, there's quite a bit of people that were surprised and upset with Greg Williams not getting the head coaching job. Yeah. Well, there's one reason as to probably why that is. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's really that big of a secret. I don't, honestly, I don't think it's that that big of a deal because I bet a lot of that type of stuff goes around in the NFL, but Greg Williams is probably more vocal about it, mm-hmm. and it's probably made more enemies to tell the media and whatnot about it. So Yeah, I'm sure. It'll be interesting to hear if he's asked, asked about it. I don't know if they do it 
in New York, but I know like I think Thursdays or Fridays they have the assistant coaches do their press conferences. So yeah. if he yeah. does a press conference in New York, I'm sure he'll be asked all the, all about it. That'll he'll give some good sound bites. It'll be it'll be good th- good to hear. So uh, overall, what do you what do you think is going to happen? What's your prediction for the game? Uh, I think Odell's going to catch his first touchdown pass. I think uh, the defense is actually going to get a turnover or two. I think it's still, even though uh, they're missing quite a bit of players, I think it's still going to be a pretty close game. But I think I'm going to have the Browns going 24-14 over the Jets. Um, I agree. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's it's going to be the blowout who knows Browns the Browns kind of expecting. Who knows the Browns right now more than Greg Williams yeah. does? Yeah, he kind of knows that True. staff pretty well, so. But you know, on, on the other end of that spectrum, I mean, Baker is familiar with his defense. True. He knows True. what he's going to try to run, and maybe he knows some ways to combat it. So, uh, but I am a little less ambitious. I think I went uh, nineteen to fourteen yep. Browns, and picking them them to win. I'm still a little nervous. Just after that first game, I'm not, I'm not panicking, but it's it's definitely brought me back down to earth. Like I think it did a lot of Browns fans. Oh yeah, yep. It, it reminded us, like, hey, we're we're still the Browns. We still have a long way to go to be- before we can boast like this. Like we we really do need to win some games first. Oh yeah. Like and and I get that, and that's why anytime anybody was trying to start an you know an argument on Twitter or something. And, you know, that was not a Browns fan, Ravens fan, Steelers fans. And they're like, Oh, win some games first before your talk. I'm like, that's fair. We do. We do. Uh, got, got to prove it first, but it was, uh, not fun seeing that, but I think they do, uh, even up their, uh, record. Yeah. We, this, I, I, this is an absolute, absolute must win. I thought the home opener was a must win. But now this is, like, dire. Like, you have to win this game. Yeah, and I I would like it to be more of a dominant win going into the Rams game after right. this week. Because that's going to be um, another tough I'll, game. We definitely could use a good confidence builder yeah. and, and just go out there and really show out. So, um, I mean, I'm, re- I'm just – I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, second week of football, it's back, and – we were. It was very disappointing after all that hype <laughs> in the off season. And yeah, it's it's okay. We'll, we'll be all right. It was, it was a little much. Now mm, I get it, but it's okay. We we've been humbled. Hopefully, I guess like that hopefully that's the kick in the ass they needed. So uh, going along with predictions, let's uh, well let's recap our. Uh, once from last week. From last week, yeah. All our, all our, yeah. Uh, so let, let's do that, Brandon, because I you just go over our, our record, or you want to talk about specific games? Yeah, maybe we'll pick a game or two out each and just talk about them real quick. Okay. Something that caught your eye. Uh, so I won the for this week only by one though. Is I was eleven four and one with the uh, Lions and Cardinals tying, and Brandon was ten five and one. So, looking at my misses, uh, I obviously missed the Cleveland and Tennessee game. We both did. Um, I had the Panthers beating the Rams, which they did not. I had the 
Colts beating the Chargers, which was a close game as well, but did not. And the one I was actually very surprised about was the Oakland and Denver game. I uh, had Denver, and I'm surprised uh, Oakland was able to win that, actually. But you had you know, that game correct, I've, uh, right? You know, I I got a little inside on uh Oh my gosh, you Hard Knocks, a, man. You watch a Hard Knocks episode they were, and you're an insider. They were looking good and I you know, I was like, Man, I got a I got a feeling that these guys are, are gonna come out strong this season. Knock on wood if you're with me. Mm, yeah. I don't I don't know if you know about that. No, I don't I'll that, knock that, on wood that's for John, you. That's John Gruden's thing in Hard Knocks is but when he's having a big team meeting and he says something, he's like, knock on wood with me, and everybody starts oh knocking gosh. on their desk. It's stupid, but it, it became a thing. Sure. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it was uh, – I, I had some faith in him. Dark, Derek, dark. <laughs> Derek Carr looked good. Yeah. Um, looked like he didn't need Antonio Brown. I like uh, – I mean, Tyro, him and Tyrell Williams had a good connection. I had my, uh, my boy Hunter Renfro. Saw he had a couple a few, catches. Yeah, yeah, a couple catches. I mean, he's, he's a rookie, so I think he's gonna he's gonna do better and better each week. Honestly, I mean, I, I like him a lot. Uh, Gruden likes him a lot. Um, losses that I had that were maybe some tough picks. I think really the toughest or the you know the biggest stretch that I took that I ended up losing with was the Tampa. Tampa Bay, but that wasn't even a, a close matchup. Uh, Tampa Bay versus the 49ers. I picked uh, Tampa Bay over them because I think that that was pretty a pretty fairly even pool. It looks like because the uh, pick percentage was like 45-55, I think. Okay. 54-46 percent. So that's not even that you know big of a difference there. Did I not? Oh, that's the tie. Okay. Yep. Um, and then any other? Which other one did I lose? Well, yeah, the I, mean, I lost the the Bills and Jets. I picked the the Jets to win, but I mean that was not. I mean that was one the Jets were favored in. Right. Obviously yeah. the Browns were favored the over the Titans. And the Jets really choked that game too. Yeah, they did. Um, and then Houston and the Saints, which Houston was only nine percent picked, but wow, they were right there. I mean, yeah. They had to leave. You know what's funny is there's a, a video I saw, and it was Houston getting uh, comeback drives on them, like five mm -hmm. different ones where they had to lead with, like, 30 seconds left. Yeah. And then the other team drives up, kicks a field goal. So that would, that's, that's got to suck so bad. Yeah. But you know, I think it's better to be right in the game than getting our asses handed right. to us by 30. So, mm -hmm. so uh, definitely an interesting week. Um, so... He's got me by one game so far in the pick'em, but going into this week, we'll try to try to get it back here. So we're gonna go over our picks first. We're gonna do a full prediction for the Thursday night game, which is currently on as we are recording. A little bit Thursday of a night. weather delay at the moment, but zero, nothing, yeah, zero zero, and I think there's still eight minutes left in so the first. We're, so. We still got got a fresh start here. Um, so Tampa Bay and Carolina. Actually, Tampa Bay's only got five percent picked. Yeah, but I am part of that minority. Uh, I am going with Tampa Bay for some reason. For some reason, you just love Winston. I am riding with uh, the comeback of Jameis Winston. So it, it, it could be a short ride, and I've, I've I've admitted that. But for now, I'm giving it giving it another week. 
and I uh, picked Tampa Bay over Carolina. Uh, if we, if we want to do score, yeah, we can do one for this game. Uh, 18 to 15. 18 15. Yeah, weird score. I like that. Okay. Well, I am going with Carolina this game. They're at home. Uh, Had a real tough loss, close loss to uh, the Rams last week. So I think they'll carry some good momentum into this week. And I I got them winning by a score of 17 to 7. So uh, do you just want to move on to. Yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll uh yeah we'll just run through the rest of them. Let's see what I got. Okay, so I'll do mine first. Um, Buffalo, or well, we'll do them both, I guess. Yeah, I'll do them together. Um, Buffalo and New York. I picked New York Giants. I'm going with Buffalo. Going with Buffalo. I think Josh Allen actually might be too much for him with his uh, on the legs. Could be. Could be. Um, San Francisco. And Cincinnati Bengals, I am going with the 49ers. Yeah, me too. I'm a big Matt Breida fan. Hoping he breaks out this week for fantasy purposes. So you're just, you just have him in fantasy. I, I mean, I, I liked him last year when he wasn't on my team. But <coughs> okay. I have him on my team, so I really want him to blow, you know, break out. Fair enough. Um, Dallas and Washington. I am going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the home team of the Washington Redskins. I liked what Keenum did in the first half last week. Adrian Peterson is going to get the start this week with Geis going under the knife for his uh, meniscus. So uh, I think AP is going to run hard and mad and mean, and they're going to sneak one past Dallas. I'm uh, no, I'm going with Dallas. I got to. Got to hang with the roomie. My roommate's a Dallas fan, so oh. it, it's always it's something else to look forward to. I guess they've become kind of a secondhand team for me. Not like that's your NFC fandom, team, but I enjoy yeah, I enjoy watching them. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a Green Bay guy, so I get it. Yeah, and I uh, you know sometimes whenever the Browns lose and I'm sad, I can at least watch the Cowboys and be happy for the roommate. Yeah, there you my go, my friend. So. That's very nice. Uh, yeah, so I got the the Cowboys winning. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, Detroit Lions. I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah, me too. I think that's a pretty easy one. Yeah. Uh, next one's kind of a, a tough one. Toss-up. Minnesota and Green Bay. Go Pack Go, baby. Um, I am on that train as well. I am uh, rocking with Green Bay. I mean, they didn't look that great, but you're also against the best defense in the NFL probably. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers was getting rushed. Hot take, <laughs> the maybe. whole game, but still maybe. Hot take, maybe. What's that? Green Bay is going to have a top five defense by the end of the year. Their defense looked great. I know Chicago's not got like a great offense, but I just love the addition of the Smiths on the outside rushing the passer. The signing of Adrian Amos at safety or Amos, excuse me, at <laughs> safety is a big get. I think their younger players at the corner are going to step up big time for him. And Kenny Clark's like a top five or top ten defensive tackle in the league, and he's 23, I think. So I'm excited for that defense. It is very nice. Interesting. I think this is one we're going to differ on, the Colts and the Titans. Who do you have for Green Bay? Do you say Green Bay as well? Yeah, I say Green Bay. Okay, okay. Colts, Titans. I'm going upset. I'm going Colts. 
That's exactly what I thought. Really? Um, okay, yeah. I'm buying I'm buying the hype of the They gave uh, a good game the to the Chargers. Now. I think the Titans are actually going to be the ones being too cocky for themselves and they're going to get upset this week. We'll see. Um yeah, I mean, I think the Colts are fine with Jacoby Brissett, but and they even um, the, nice little change for next year. Titans are uh, rolling. They got some confidence, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with them. Stick with the Colts. No, the Titans. Oh, you're going with Titans. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you said you're staying with me on the Colts. Okay. Uh, nope. Um, New England and Miami. Oh my gosh. This is an easy one. Patriots. Miami Dolphins. What? No, I'm just kidding. I'm going with New England too. Yeah. They literally are going to – they need to move Miami to, like, it's Division three high school football. 2% picked Miami. And they're all living <clears throat> in Miami. Probably. The biggest homers ever. Um, the, 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 that 2%. Um, Cardinals and Ravens battle of the running back quarterbacks. Well, don't call Lamar Jackson that anymore, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, he had a hell of a game, but he, he was, again, against a JV football team. So, you know, I think it's pretty easy, though, going Baltimore. Uh, yeah, I'm going yeah. Baltimore as well. Um, Seattle, Pittsburgh. I went with Seattle. I did as well. Um, I just. Pittsburgh might start off 0 2. That would be interesting. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, it? they got blown out, too, bad by New England. Like, it wasn't even cool. What was it, 33 to 3? I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the score. Yeah, they lost by 32. So. Yeah, perfect. Look at that. We're both equally shitty. Yeah, so but then, of course, there's the Ravens looking all high and mighty there. But They play the two worst football <laughs> teams in the NFL. O- overall, the though, the, the, our division, uh, it's not looking too bad. Only one team with the win right now. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Jacksonville and Houston. Um, going not going with the upset. I'm rocking with Houston. I'm going Jacksonville. Going Jacksonville. Garner Minshew, baby. Being, being bold. Love that. Do you see their quarterback? Yeah, Woo! I saw it. We were flipping, actually, uh, flipping back and forth on. Because uh, my brother has the NFL Red Zone, so okay. On commercials, we'll flip to that and watch some of that, and yeah, it looked good. I uh, I had a couple mock drafts with him before the season. Draft him as a backup for Baker. It may, it makes me so happy that I, I I liked him and I I thought he'd be good and he had a nice nice debut for him. Good for you. Um, Thank you. Kansas City and Oakland Chiefs. You going upset? I'm going upset. Wow. I'm, I'm on the Gruden train full force. Woo. Let's go. Hey, I think uh, David Carr picked Oakland or yeah picked Oakland to win the AFC West. Are you going that crazy? Um, not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> maybe okay. like, maybe like a couple more games in. Let, okay. Maybe let's see how this uh, Kansas City games goes. So you pick them to beat the Chiefs, but not win the division. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Why not? I can do what I want. Fair enough. Uh, Chicago Bears and Broncos. Uh, I'm going Bears. Um. Uh, oh, I get. Well, I guess I'm going with Broncos. Oh That's, wow! My, looking at it again, I'm like, oh, I should probably go Bears, but I picked the Broncos, yeah. so I'm gonna stick with it. There you go. Just for that reason, I don't know what I was thinking. Guess I was thinking uh, Jeff Flacco. 
Hey, maybe, maybe bad. I don't know. It's and it's at Denver, they, so or maybe they put Drew Lock in. Isn't he hurt? I don't know. Okay, yeah. Um, all right, Saints and Rams, great matchup here. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Almost too close to call. What 52-48 split there Ooh. on predictions. So I uh, I went with the Rams. Rocking with the young team. I I think the Saints are going to get their revenge. We have a lot of differentiate different yeah, picks this week. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, week definitely. Sure. <clears throat> um, let's see. Philly in Atlanta. Atlanta did not look good, man. No, not at all. I mean, Minnesota's a very good team, don't get me wrong, but they really uh, really struggled against them. Yeah. So, I'm yeah, I'm going with Philly as well. Um, and then, finally, our uh, Cleveland Browns on Monday night. I think we both picked the Browns. Yep. 24-14 for me, and I think you were 19-14. 19-14 is correct. So, I mean, that's it. That's, that's what we've... Uh, that's what we're rolling with into uh, week two of the NFL. Those are our picks. Love them, hate them. I guess <laughs> we'll find out what happens. Um, I don't know, man. It's. I just hope the Browns win. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't mess it up, man. Uh, we need a nice, good, comfortable win to go and play the same, uh, Rams the following week. They got to keep it on the, you know, keep it on with the Jets. But, you know, the Rams are kind of in the back of their head, too. So nice, good, dominant win against the Jets. Win by a couple scores. Rest up. Go go play uh, the Rams. For God's sake, run the damn ball, Freddie. Please. Give yeah. Chubb the ball. Right. I don't care if they know you're running it. Run the, run the hell, hell out of it because once you establish that, that those play actions that you keep trying are actually, might actually mean something. See, nah. what, what was up with that? When we got that safety, we back-to-back play actions in the end zone. Like, who does that? Well, we... One, who does one anyway? But we ran one. There was, like, a penalty or, like, we got no gain off of it. And we said, hey, let's do that again. And, uh... I think it was Jake Burns, um, who who does all his breakdowns, showed all a lot of clips of a bunch of different play actions we had, and there was just there was no selling it. It was almost pointless. Yeah, I mean he. I remember a game last year. It was almost the exact same situation, and Baker hit Pearman on the left side for like a fifteen yard gain. So I mean mm-hmm. it can work, but we just didn't it, mix though. it up and then too you gotta much, yeah. you gotta hold that dude on right the, well not hold him but you gotta not let him just walk around the right tackle yeah but i mean that was the backup tackle i think at that point Probably, think, it might have been third uh no i think it was no it was, it was that it was when we only had the five linemen i think or no was it still hubbard over there maybe? i think it might i think it might have been hubbard Kendall, still. i think it was when we still had kendall lamb so yeah yeah hubbard who i uh it's your boy yeah that's yeah, right my there. boy yeah, I, I've already expressed my displeasure yeah. with him. So, yeah, here's to hoping uh, week two goes a lot better. Um, I, I don't want to wait till Monday night because that means I got to get up and go to work one more day first. Yeah, but it's all right. It'll be worth it. Hopefully, it'll be worth it. Hopefully, um, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Go Browns. Uh, Go Browns. See you next week.